Welcome to Truth for the Morning, Reflections from God's Word. This is Jimmy Hazel, and I'm glad that you joined me this morning for this devotional time in the Scripture. We're going to be picking up in the Sermon on the Mount in verse 7 of Matthew chapter 5, where Jesus says, Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Mercy is a theme that flows throughout the entirety of the Bible. Both Old and New Testaments are full of God displaying His mercy toward sinful man. We see it in the account of Adam and Eve in Genesis 3, who through their sin dug a grave for themselves. But God showed them grace and mercy and gave them a place in His world, rather than killing them on the spot. It's a clear theme in God's dealing with the Israelites, who consistently found themselves in miserable plight, often due to their own sin, Yet God delivered them and did not allow them to be utterly destroyed. We see it very clearly displayed during Jesus' earthly ministry when those who were sick, blind, oppressed by demons called out to Jesus for mercy. In Matthew 9, beginning in verse 28, we read this account of Christ. When he entered the house, the blind men came to him, and he said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it done to you. What is mercy exactly? Mercy is compassion that is moved to action. It is not merely sympathetic thoughts or feelings that long to see others find themselves in better circumstances. Feelings of mercy are not commended in the Scripture. Well-intentioned, heartfelt thoughts toward people who are suffering or hurting is common to man. Mercy is displayed when we actually do something about it. It is seeing someone in a miserable plight and benevolently acting to pull them up from that plight. Mercy is what God has shown toward us. There is no more miserable a plight than what we found ourselves in due to our sin. Left to ourselves, we are plunging headlong toward hell with a smile on our face. We are in the most miserable of plights and don't even realize it until God in His mercy and grace knocks the blinders off, reveals the condition of our heart to us, and causes us in grace and mercy to run to Christ. You see, God didn't look upon sinful humanity and feel sympathy. He looked upon our plight and did something about it. Before the foundation of the world, God's plan was to glorify himself through the work of Christ in saving miserable sinners. The Apostle Paul begins Ephesians 2 with the bad news. We once were dead in sin, living for the gratification of our own sinful flesh. Not only were we powerless to do anything about it, we didn't want to. We were content in our sin. However, there's good news. Ephesians chapter 2 verses 4 through 7 says, But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved, and raised us up with him, and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. There are few words in Scripture that are more exciting to read than, But God. 
We were dead in sin, but God. What did God do? Because he is rich in mercy, he did for us what we could never do for ourselves. He made us alive together with Christ and gave us hope that was unattainable in our own ability. What is the outcome of that mercy in us? Since God has shown us such great mercy, we now have a heart that longs to show it to others. The merciful are blessed because they have been shown mercy. Those who are full of mercy are blessed because what they are displaying is simply an outworking of what has already taken place in their own heart. If we have experienced such a grace, how could that not flow out of us toward others? That's why Paul, after speaking of the blessings of God's grace that had been shown to the Colossian Christians, says, Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, and patience, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. Colossians three twelve through 14 Our response to God's mercy toward us is to show it to others. A heart that has been graced by the mercy of God won't be able to help but overflow to others.